Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan C.S., the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James C.S., the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. <laughs> what up, ladies and gentlemen? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. I, I, or I whatever Friday. day you this. Friday. Yeah, Friday. 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 Anyways, Hernan C.S. here, host of the Business Bros Podcast, along with my co-host. The insurance bro, James C.S. with Pipeline Insurance. And as always, especially on a Friday, we have an exciting show for you. Y'all ready to rock and roll this? All right, check this out. Check this out. Check this out. Hey, audio echo. Ah, oh, audio echo. Ooh, Hopefully it check. doesn't cut out this time. Facebook, let us know if it cuts out. I don't yeah. know. That might be might, yeah. might have been an sorry about that last, thing last yesterday. Time. It totally sucked. But um, anyway, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, intro, intro, intro. All right, here we go. Ready? My favorite part because I get to do this. <laughs> I, this is like the only time I talk. Every real estate transaction needs a home inspection, but not all inspectors are created equally. For your next property, remember the red house. This group of young, innovative, and motivated inspectors make it their mission to be ahead of the real estate industry, offering a wide variety of services beyond what most inspectors do, including sewer and roof inspections. From the inspector's company, please welcome Eric Martinez. Thank you guys for having me. Pretty good, huh? Yeah, that was perfect. Yeah, he did. He's going to copyright that. A little little bit of a talent. He prides himself on that. Congratulations, too. It's the only time I get to talk on the show. So So he's like, I'm going to make it shine, baby. I'm going to make it shine. (laughs) (laughs) You just nailed that. You nailed that. And it's Friday, too. And it's Friday. It's Friday. All right, before we get into uh, the conversation with Eric... 365 pairs of shoes is what we're looking for. We're at 265. Eric brought us another pair of shoes. Thank you very much. Whoa. You're welcome. That You're means welcome. We're 100. We got 100, 100 pairs left. The next one that comes in brings us into the double digits. Boom. Whoop, whoop. So we're that much closer. If you got new shoes, you shoes, or you want to donate cash, hit James up. 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. He also does insurance. So if you need help with, we're going to talk about a little bit, maybe probably about workers comp, but you need workers comp, you need commercial, you need uh, life, health, whatever it is you need. Uh, or maybe you want to add insurance into your office. You got a department you want to keep increasing your bottom line by not having to do anything else. Let us take care of that for you. Get James up, 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. And then, of course, the sun is shining. A lot of energy coming in. Are you taking advantage of it by getting solar? If you're thinking about getting solar, make sure you go to dronecode.net forward slash business bros. They're going to basically send out a drone. It's going to take pictures of your rooftops, take all the measurements, send it to roofing companies, send it to solar companies, and then you're going to sit back and look at a quote and decide which one of these quotes are you going to pick from. No more sitting in front of a bunch of salesmen for two hours. Just one spot right there. Pick the quote that works for you and start taking advantage of that S-U-N. All right, ladies and gentlemen, dronecode.net forward slash business bros. Boom. Business bros. Promo's done. You nailed that too. Thanks. Yeah. I say it every day. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the little I've had plenty of practice. Remember the little red house. All right, Eric, you ready? 
Ready to go. You're a fellow IB boy, right? I am. Tell me a little bit about, you know, growing up and then how'd you get into this thing? Yeah, Imperial Beach, uh, you know, grew up on 16th Street right there in IB. So it's a little outside of IB, but I still consider being from IB. Dude, anytime you get off Palm on the 5, it's pretty much IB, even though that little stretch from like Saturn to like 16th Street. So like what, 92154, right? No, 13th. Yeah. 13th, 13th. Yeah, it was 92154, I think it's like. Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. zip code they transitions yeah, into. But yeah. once you hit 13-3, supposedly it's IB. Man, that whole thing is IB. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I grew up on IB, uh, 16th Street. You know, pretty much spent my whole childhood there. Went to uh, Central Elementary. Some people... I know exactly what uh, yeah, Central Elementary. Bayside, uh, baby. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, and just kind of growing up, Marvista Middle School. Uh, then went to Marvista High School, graduated from there in 07. Uh, and then just, you know, I basically was just trying to find my way uh into this world and you know went to college and went to this, uh, city college mesa college i was in sports pretty much throughout my whole high school and i was just trying to find something that kind of related to what i was doing already so first originally when i went to school i wanted to be a physical therapist uh then that kind of changed when uh you know i just started you know just basically i just wanted to find a job find work try to make some money and then a friend of mine from high school actually uh was working at this bail bond company for a while and he's the one that kind of got us in the door and got us hired. And it was kind of a job where I started, you know, making a little bit of you money. Got the hookup. Yeah, I got yeah. the hookup. You know, they, I, I basically didn't have to go to the interview, but I had to show up. <laughs> yeah, show face. Yeah, yeah show so face. Show everybody else who is interviewing that it's a process. And I just got the got the job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was already set up for me. But, uh, you know, so I, I've been working in the bail bond industry for a little while. And I was a licensed agent. And, then, you know, it was just kind of a, a job that I kind of just you know, just decided to just, you know, walk away from it just wasn't for me anymore, even though the money was okay. Um, you know, I just wanted to do something different. Um, and that's kind of where I fell into kind of doing home inspections when my sister bought a house in Imperial beach and the person who did her inspection was a close friend of hers. And he was just like, Hey Eric, I know you're not liking the bail bond thing anymore. Why don't you come and check out what I'm doing over here? And so that's kind of how I, uh, you know, discovered home inspections. And I thought it was super cool. And I fell in love with it. Made it made it fun. Like, I, that's a that's the thing. It's funny how you can get a job, mm-hmm. right? And you can earn income, but it doesn't necessarily make you happy. Yeah, it did. Right? Yeah. I mean, Dog the Bounty Hunter, that dude's all about bail bonds, right? <laughs> like, that dude lives and breathes it. But if it's not your thing... Mm-hmm. Even if you're making money at it, it's not always going to make you happy. Right. So you did home inspections. You got into the industry. Did you like start off building your company right away, or how did you how did you transition? No, it was a it was a long transition. You know, most people just you know didn't know I was doing home inspections for the longest amount of time. Um, while I was still working for the bail bond company, I was kind of like riding along with my sister's friend that did home inspections. He was a one man shop. He did pretty well for himself, and I just kind of learned the business you know, learned everything from him. And then that's when I became even more passionate about what he was doing. You're never in the same place every day. You're in a different neighborhood every day in San Diego. You deal with many demo- uh, demographics. You know, you deal with people from, you know, moderate to lower income to, to you know, being in luxury million dollar houses. And so then I started getting a taste of like, okay, this is a little bit of the real estate industry I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And I never re- really knew about real estate. Uh, and I know some of the guys that worked at the bail bond company, you know, went on from getting their uh, insurance license to their real estate license. So I knew that was kind of a thing where people started migrating towards. And I felt like home inspections was my way of kind of finding my way Because it's a sales job, right? So, you know, and yeah. that's, that's the thing. Both have their benefits. Like a, you close a deal in insurance, 
you get a residual, right? As long as the person pays their bill every year, you're going to get a residual income on mm-hmm. the commission. But it's enticing to see the commission checks on a real estate agent. Problem is, you're only as good as your last deal that you close. Once you get paid, that's it. That that's one's it. done. Mm-hmm. On to the next one, right? So I can see that that move. A lot of people make that move because the dollars, right? Chasing the dollars. But it's not always a thing. It's not always the thing. Yeah, it's not. And so... Yeah. So like I said, you know, I kind of was, uh, doing both at the same time and, uh, you know, I got laid off from the, from the bail bond job and I was like, crap, what am I going to do? And so, um, I started going with him more and more because I had more availability. I was like, what am I going to do? And I was still looking for, for jobs here and there, but the more I went with him and, and kind of absorbed and learned everything that he was doing, the, like I said, the more I became passionate about it. And it took a while for me to actually want to go into business and do home inspections. First, I thought, okay, maybe I can do home inspections, make some side money, at least to get my feet off off the ground. And then uh, I got rehired at the Bell Bonds job. And so I looked at at that as an opportunity to, okay, now I can go back to making what I was making, feel comfortable about, you know, my situation and then save money and put money on the side to maybe start the home inspection business. And that's kind of how I started developing you know the idea of starting a business it's kind of weird like you know back to you know trying to make some money when you're younger that's what you're kind of going after right you're independent you're paying your bills um and then you kind of shifted like that that day you got laid off it was well i don't know for you i'm maybe putting words in your mouth but it seems like that was the day that you realized you were not in control Right, like, like you are kind of at somebody else's mercy, and that kind of like it sounds like it sparked something in your head. Like, I don't want that to happen again. Like, I think I, I want to go off on my own. Is yeah, that, I, I mean, putting words in your mouth, or is it like? No, I mean, I didn't really feel a sense of not being in control. I just felt like this is like. I mean, maybe, it, maybe I did. I just it, it was just a different feeling at that time when it did happen. I just felt like, you know, I got laid off. And then it wasn't the first time I actually got laid off from that same company too, you know? So, um, it was just like, you know what? I'm just sick and tired of this. You know, it's not stable. Like, like you said earlier, like it's just the money that people might be attracted to, but you're not happy. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was just totally miserable. And the second time that I actually got rehired, you know, um, one of my close friends from high school, I was telling him about the idea and he's like, yeah, let's do this together. You know, because I had enough experience as a home inspector to kind of know what to look for and what to look at. I got certified. I've been doing it for a few years already. So I kind of feel comfortable and confident that I can do this. I just needed, you know, the support and help from someone else. And me and my partner now, we had the same vision and we got together and just kind of started thinking of ideas like, you know, what, what are we going to call ourselves? You know, what's the logo going to look like? And we were actually doing this together while I was still working uh, for the Bell Bond Company. And then, you know, management found out that we were, I was doing the side thing and they didn't like it. So they laid me off for the final time. And to me, it was a blessing because I was actually right when our business started to pick up a little bit. They didn't hit the red light. They just gave you a, a green light. Yeah, they gave me a green light. So it was probably the the only time I, I will ever say that I'm glad I got fired <laughs> <laughs> from from something. So. They basically burned the ships for you. Yeah, yeah. they did. You know, it's funny. I, I just had a, I did a presentation, which I'm going to post online sometime soon, but um, I did this, uh, I, I basically spoke to a bunch of high school kids on budgeting and life skills. And one of the things I was really emphasizing is 
you know, at some point in your life, you're going to decide that you want to learn something. You're going to decide that you want to make a change. And how you how you operate in your day is going to be the difference between being average, being like everybody else, and just being above average. You know, and I, and I use like the A, B, C, D, F grading scale, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, look, most of you are going to be C average people. And there's nothing wrong with being average. Most people are. But if you want to do just a little bit better, I, you know, and I explained to them, I was like, the top 1% earners in this country make $400,000 a year. Mm-hmm. And it's not millions like a lot of people think. So just being and, and an average in the state of California is about $65,000 a year, right, on average. So you just want to be above average, you know, make $100,000, $200,000 a year. It's the four <clears throat> or five hours in your day that make the difference. You were talking about working at the bail bond and then also doing this on the side. In yeah. other words, you weren't using you you only have those four to five hours in your day if you take in all the you know going to work sleeping you know doing all the things you know you you got to do in your day anyways four to five extra hours you weren't wasting them on like netflix and movies and all those things you were putting effort into building something to help you go to another level right yeah and i was just like hey i'd never want to be in the situation anymore maybe i did feel like that was not in control and i was like okay let me take the extra time that i'm off of work uh to actually you know, hey, how do I start a business from zero to nothing? And I was actually looking into, you know, where do I go from here if I actually want to do this? And those extra five hours or six, seven hours, whatever it was, I actually dedicated to try to learn, you know, what it is that I need to do and then actually do it. So let me ask you something. Were you like a straight A student in high school? No, I was not. <laughs> I was not a straight A student. I mean, I was, a, I would say I was an average student. You know, I didn't get F's. I didn't you know, ditch school. I mean, I showed up and probably did what was expected yeah, uh, just to get by. And, you know, I would never say that, you know, education or, or school was probably my my passion. But Because it's funny because, and I, I expected that, right? You, I, you're going to be just get by. You didn't really care to learn. But all of a sudden, you found something where you're like, I want to do it. Did you notice a difference in your ability to learn? Like all of a sudden, picking up a book wasn't very difficult right learning about something like home inspections look you bring a home inspection book to 17 year old kids they're gonna be like the hell is this This it's boring (laughs) right yeah but if i pick that up i'm just consuming every bit of that information that's in that book just because it's what i love and what i'm passionate about and like what you were saying you know it's like in school you know if you're not passionate or if you don't like a certain topic you're not you're gonna do what's expected but you know, for the if very that. few out there, yeah, if that, for the very few that are out there that love chemistry or love math, of course, you're going to dive in and know everything that you need to learn about math or want to learn about math or chemistry or whatever that topic is. All right. So <clears> tell <throat> me about your, your, you, you've decided to consume enough information, right? You're taking all this information and you're learning about business, but you did something different that a lot of people don't do. A lot of people end up stuck in that cycle of learning, 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 never implementing. So you started to implement, right? So you started your business. You did, you guys decided to get going. And when did you start? And then how did you start to take off? Where, where What bumps in the road did you come across? Um, I think it was so as soon as I got let go, which was probably the best time uh, for me to actually start doing. Um, you know, we, we basically just, you know, try, how do we get the word out there? You know, how do we tell people that, you know, that we're in business and we're inspectors. How do we market ourselves? Problem number one. Problem number one, get a, you have to get customers, right? So how do we get customers? And we figured, okay, uh, people are only going to buy a house, you know, how many times in their life? So real estate agents really are our customers. 
And, you know, we, we did things like go to open houses, go to networking events. Um, it helped to know a few real estate agents already at that time to kind of help us get a few referrals. But I think it came down to once you got that referral, once you got that first customer, you know, what are you going to do afterwards? Right. And I guess what I try to do the best I could is just try to blow them away with my service, with my intent, with, you know, the way I cared about what I'm doing to make them refer me to other people. And so I think that's kind of where the business started kind of trickling and, and, and getting bigger and bigger by just the efforts that people are recognizing that we actually, you know, do when we actually do an inspection. You know, we don't just do what's expected in an inspection. We try to do a little bit extra in terms of, you know, hey, once we do the inspection, let me walk the actual customer around the house and show him his house. You know, you're only going to see this in a report, but let me actually point this out to you in person. That way, when you get that report, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So just taking those extra effort or extra steps to, you know, make the effort to actually, you know, provide the best service you can. Um, well, tell me about some of those walkthroughs. Like, I know yeah. I've, I've gone through a number of different inspections and sometimes I'm, I'm really tripped out on some of the stuff like we've done uh, sewer inspections and watching the camera go through the sewers and be like look see this right here look there's a crack right here right this yeah. is right now it's not a big problem but this is gonna be a potential problem that you want to look into oh look this is where you know you, you know how you flush wipes down the toilet well you probably shouldn't do you know the, the, the baby wipes because yeah. those, those are problematic and look this is what happens like just being able to see those things you know or you know taking uh, I don't know if you guys have that, but the little machines that, that capture moisture in the walls, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, you're infrared looking, camera. Infrared cameras, right? Yeah. And you're like, look, see this? Like, you wouldn't notice it anywhere else, but we're showing you right here that there's something. It's either seepage or you're looking at pipes or whatever it's going to be. Yeah. This is what's going on here. Tell me a little bit about, you know, what kind of experiences do, or what kind of uh, reactions do you see your clients as they as you show them some of the cool stuff that you do? I think so. Uh, I guess the... The thing that I try to do is try not to give them an overreaction. I want to educate them of what I'm looking at first so they can understand what I'm showing them. So I think that's kind of the approach that I like to go to. Um, but, you know, sometimes they are surprised. You'll have people that are really shocked or scared or terrified that this is here. And, and I guess the next question that comes in their head is who's going to fix this, right? Mm -hmm. I'm buying this house. Whose responsibility is it to fix it? And I get asked that all the time. And that's where I step back and I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm only delivering the information that I see. Uh, I think it's up to you and consult with your real estate agent in terms of whose responsibility is to fix that. And I try to be the mediator and not let them get too afraid or, or, or too excited about something. But I do want to be, you know, unbiased and neutral and just kind of be like, hey, here's here's what we got here. But, you know, we can figure this out. You know, yeah. one of the things that I've learned is it doesn't matter if the house is new construction or the house was built 50 years ago or recently remodeled. It's always crucial to get an inspection because everything, every single house is going to have something going on with it. Right. And it's better to just know what's going on with it and decide 100%. whether you want to move forward or not. Like, how do, how do you feel about it? Because some people are like, I'm getting new construction. I don't need an inspection. All right. This place just got rehabbed. I don't really need to get it done. We can skip that. Like, the due diligence is vitally important. And for what you guys charge to come out and do that, like, I think it's worth it. You ever you ever have to talk to people and like try to they try to skip out on this part? Uh, I've never spoken to them when they try to skip it, but I have heard of people not wanting to get an inspection, even on a brand new house, because you know it's a brand new house. Sometimes when you get that brand new house, it's still in the middle of a construction site. You know things are still being built, and sometimes people can forget to you know install certain things in your house, or sometimes you know all it takes is someone turning something on 
and you would have never known that if you bought the house and then you're having to call an electrician to turn a breaker on where if you would have got it inspected you wouldn't have to pay the 150 bucks or 200 bucks for an electrician to come just to flip a breaker on if you got an inspection you would have known that ahead of time and not had to pay an extra 150 bucks uh, or even with flips you know like I, I like to tell people hey sometimes a flip is a good flip or sometimes it's just lipstick on a pig but you need an inspection to figure out exactly what's going on because a lot of the times hey once we get some rain and your roof starts to leak and you've never got it inspected uh oh, uh -oh. <laughs> the four or five hundred dollars that you invest in the inspection that's kind of what i like to say too is you're investing in an inspection because the four or five hundred dollars you pay may not be anything compared to what the cost of the repairs are going to be after you get that full report and then you've kind of pay towards those repairs in a sense if the sellers agree to fix everything or get you a credit on your closing costs i think is what's you know pretty standard yeah, just yeah. a little kickback here and there well and, and here's the other thing is i don't think many people uh especially when they're first buying a house understand that there are different types of inspections mm -hmm. right so you can inspect something you know a, a general inspection might not cover everything that you should inspect in a house so tell me a little bit about like what things should somebody inspect that are like the most catastrophic things that people kind of miss out on? Uh, I think the most important too, and then uh, James said this in the introduction is roof and sewer. Cause those are the two things that if you don't really get a second opinion on a, a huge expensive problem can come up if something comes up in the future, once you move in and buy the house already. So I would say sewer and roof. Uh, you know, a lot of these homes in San Diego are super old built in the fifties, sixties, and even earlier than that have the original sewer lines and sometimes you can have tree roots in there you can have a collapsed section and all of a sudden sewage is going to back up into your house so that's an additional inspection that i highly recommend getting done because you're going to get a video uh report I, i'm so sorry to jump in here yeah no worries um but i also want to mention and i should probably turn this around for a half a second here okay um you mentioned the water backup and uh mm -hmm. and the sewage backup yeah that is actually something and i want to bring this up because it's insurance related that is typically not covered in your insurance policy in your normal uh insurance policy unless it's specifically added by the agent so mm. that's definitely something that uh you would want to get inspected by the inspector's company and make sure that your insurance agent adds that coverage as well. Does uh, so? My question would be: I didn't does know that. It help? Yeah, that's good to know. Yeah. Does it help to have the inspection when it comes to my premium because I have uh, evidence of where it's at? Um, not necessarily. It's not any. It's not something that's going to do anything for your premium. Um, if you have the inspection or don't, it it's we can't provide proof of an inspection and like get a discount on it um, the water backup coverage can be added to the policy uh, and it should be added to to the policy as a standard at pipeline insurance we do um, we do include that as one of our standard coverages and we give the uh, buyer the homeowner the option to remove that coverage um, but you know if you aren't buying your policy from pipeline insurance I don't know what your agent is doing and hopefully you have that coverage if you run into that situation that's good information because like let's say if you don't get the sewer inspected at least hey you know i don't want to maybe you know it's understandable sometimes these home buyers are on a budget right off the bat and they don't have the extra uh cash or money to invest in getting the sewer inspection done but at least maybe if you don't get the sewer inspected like james said you know opt in to get that extra coverage just in case if did, something did happen 
uh, to the sewer, at least you're covered. Because those are those can be super expensive. I mean, we've had situations in the insurance company, and for me in real estate, where if if the line breaks, mm-hmm. we're talking trenching. We're talking yeah. permits all the way down to the street. I mean, there could be major damage that you have to fix. And we're talking thousands of dollars. We're talking yep. like, you know, I think we did, I, I saw a Tens claim. Tens of thousands. Yeah, sometimes. I saw a claim that came in somewhere around like fifteen, seventeen thousand $17,000 to redo all the lines from, from the street all the way through the house. Like that's, and, and you have to do it. It's yep. not like you can't, you know, you can't get away with yeah, not doing that at that it's point. Gonna go <laughs> it's going to go somewhere. It's going to go It's got to yeah. go somewhere, yeah. So, you know, it's, 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 for, to avoid spending 20 grand or, you know, 15 grand, whatever it's going to be, it's a great investment to spend the next couple hundred bucks when you're going to buy the place yeah, to avoid not? that or at least to see that that's coming. And there are a lot of different types of fixes. I know uh, we've done some where we do trench out and, and replace the lines, but we've done somewhere um, where you do the epoxy lining. Epoxy, hydrojetting if there's roots, you know. Uh, there's a lot of different methods of, of repairing some sort of damage to the sewer line if you find it. If you find it. But yeah. that's the key, right? Is you gotta, you got to be able to find it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, that's, I mean, that's huge information for, for a lot of people just to understand that, oh, shit, my shit might come back. <laughs> <laughs> Really? Come on, man. I had to. <laughs> it was Thursday, it would have been perfect. That's yeah, right? <laughs> HIT. That's HIT. So happy it's Thursday. Nah, dude. <laughs> so tell me about uh, your your growth after that. So so you started, you started, you know, understanding a little bit about how to deal with customers. And then you branched out. Like, you you grew. You're no longer, like, a one-man show. So tell me about, like, what what troubles or what uh, what did you go through when you decided... I'm getting a little too busy. I think I'm going to grow. Or was this always part of your vision? Yeah, it was always kind of part of my vision to just to grow a company and just, you know, own something. Right. And I, and once I figured out that I can't be at two places at the same time was when I knew that, Hey, I, we got to start growing here. We got to hire, uh, we have to probably get another inspector, but then, okay, what are the steps to go through that? Right. What's the hiring process? Like, what am I looking for in another inspector? So, I think that was one of the challenges early on is, you know, how do I duplicate myself and someone else that I trust with my business and then just go and, you know, figure out if someone works great. If not, then, Hey, it wasn't meant to be cut them loose. So we did go through that in the very beginning and it wasn't a good fit where, you know, obviously as a growing business, you know, we, we do let them know like, Hey, you know, we're, we're a growing business, you know, we're not Walmart, we're not target, we're not established yet. And, and I wanted them to see the vision and the goal too, to be a part of it. Um, because now in today, you know, my goal has changed and I want to build something bigger than myself. I want to build something that's going to last longer than I'm alive. Right. And I think my, my kind of goals have changed in terms of, like you said, you know, what struggles that I go through because I had certain goals where, you know, I want to own a company and then onboard and hire employees. Okay. So what's that going to look like when I get there? And I just kind of started developing and me and my partner, you know, obviously, you know, having another brain in the picture, uh, definitely helped because one other thing I figured out is you got to have smart people that work for you too. If, not only that, if you're, you know, going to go into a partnership with someone, <laughs> is that other individual competent? Are they, you know, are you they can't holding it back or are, helping you up. Yeah, exactly. So I was very fortunate to have that too. Um, so I can't say that I did it all by myself, but I think it was definitely a team effort and I had the right people, uh, in my life to kind of help, uh, the business get to where it is now. 
and you you ended up outgrowing yourself a little bit, right? Like you started off in a in a teeny tiny office, and now yeah. where you at? We had a little uh, tiny office in PB for a little while, and then now we're in uh, Spring Valley. We uh, leased a warehouse over there, built out a brand new office from you know from nothing to what it is now, and uh, I'd like for you guys to come by and just to check it out, see what we got going over there. So Spring Valley, we're actually gonna head up Spring Valley today. Underground tacos. Oh, is that where we're going? Yeah. Well, I knew I knew we were going to the uh, tacos. It is Fish Taco Friday, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Where's this at? <laughs> it, uh... The underground Casanova, Casanova fish, fish Taco tacos. Clubs. That sounds really good. I'm always so down for fish tacos. Got to be part of the underground club. Oh, dude, it's like what I, he was telling me some sort of exclusive thing. We're gonna find out all about it today. So That's cool. We're definitely we're definitely happy to go to the Spring Valley area. So tell me, uh, as we finish up for today, like what is your vision going forward? So you kind of mentioned that you wanted you know to build something bigger. What is it? Tell me what it looks like to you. Like where? What if if you could fast forward ten years from now? What does your company look like in 10 years? Um, I think what I'm trying to do now, little by little, and it, it's going towards that goal is, you know, there was a quote that, you know, one of my inspectors sent me that, you know, the definition of the home inspection, and it says, you know, I forget the exact definition, but it said, you know, it's a, a person with a lot of responsibility, dealing with people with different interests with a certain margin and then they don't have the resources provided to them but they're expected to go above and beyond so we're kind of that guy where you know you think i'm the expert but that's not what the industry uh you know is 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 producing as inspectors and so uh to answer your question is you know i want to be able to have a place of business where inspectors can come they can get education by you know licensed professionals roofers hvac contractors electricians plumbers have them come in and give continuing education to all of our inspectors and our team so we have the best in the business. And I don't feel that, you know, any home inspection companies maybe go in that direction. Um, and that's just, and maybe they are, but that's just kind of what I have planned. And just to produce maybe the best inspectors out there in the industry by, you know, reaching out to uh, experts in the field from different trades and train our guys and tell us, hey, these are the things you should be looking out for. And that way we can serve our clients best by having that knowledge and then hopefully being, you know, one of the better uh, firms out there for inspections. So sounds like a good plan. Education is one of those things where uh, I feel like when you're a kid, you want to learn everything, right? When you're an infant, you're a toddler, you're always trying to learn everything. I want to know, I want to know, I want to know. Mm-hmm. Why? 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 <laughs> and then we kind of beat the wanting to learn out of these kids through forcing them to learn things they don't want to learn. Yeah. But then they become (laughs) adults and they realize that, wait, learning is actually the key to anything I want to do in life. The more I know, the more opportunity I have to do whatever it is I need to do. And then as an adult, as you know, as a professional, the more I know, the better service I can be, the better service I can be, the more money I can make and the bigger company I can build or whatever it is that you want to do. And I think I think having education at the core of what you're building is 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 vitally important. We've we've taken that same uh, process and we've done it in the insurance company like he basically teaches all day long. He's he's helping people solve problems and give solutions and educating them. And we do, I mean, we do the podcast to help people learn stuff. We do, you know, he does trainings every single day to help people learn stuff just so that they're better. Yeah. And that's that I think is going to be the thing that's going to set you apart is you're going to have 
very knowledgeable people and when you have very knowledgeable staff they're confident and when they're confident they provide a good service and yeah then exactly it just keeps going from there training and education i think is is i think the i think the, the root of maybe success for any any business i think if you're not if you're not learning you're not growing right so i've always kind of tell myself that all the time i have to learn something today that i didn't know tomorrow or yesterday yesterday absolutely so. <clears throat> all right so uh, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to look at this camera right here. I want you to tell people how to get a hold of you. And if you forget your phone number, don't worry. James is going to place it right there at the bottom. You can point down at the bottom of the screen. No worries. So <clears throat> my personal cell phone is 858-866-6431. So for some reason, I can't be reached. You can always get a hold of someone in my office, 619-501-8282. You can get a hold of someone there. Perfect. All yeah. right. And then we're going to do an Ask the Bro section. So I want you to think okay. of something you want to ask us. But before you do that, while you're thinking about it, I got to let our audience know 365 pairs of shoes by the end of the year. So if you guys got new shoes, used shoes, or you want to donate cash, hit James up 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. And of course, we do insurance, ladies and gentlemen, workers comp. We didn't even get to talk about the workers comp. Workers comp, we could talk about uh, commercial. We could talk about, I mean, auto, home, life, health, whatever it is you need. Or maybe you want to add insurance into your mortgage office or into your real estate office because you want to increase that bottom line let us help you do that hit james up 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com and dronequote.net is where you need to go to get your solar on so dronequote.net forward slash business bros they'll send out a drone take pictures of your rooftop send the measurements out to solar companies to roofing companies and then you sit back and pick the offer that works best for you don't waste your time sitting in front of a bunch of salesmen for two hours for each presentation just to get a quote get it done the easy way the right way dronequote.net forward slash business bros you guys ready ready all right what's the question so you asked me this question so i guess it's oh, the same okay. for the both of you guys so you asked me what my goal is uh at the end of all this so i guess what is your guys's goal with your guys's uh you know businesses pipeline insurance and and your guys's companies yeah you want to go with that one first Sure. Um, well, it's 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 a number of things. You know, I, I think uh, there's there's a lot of different things that we're that we're trying to do. Uh, we have a number, right? Okay. Our our financial goal is pretty simple: thirty thousand a month, thirty thousand okay. a month in passive income. That's a that's a that's a number, right? Um, but for me, and you know, I mentioned this earlier, I, I've become really passionate about my why, mm -hmm. uh, which is first of all, uh, I'm inspired to spread positivity. And to empower others to create wealth for today and generational wealth for tomorrow. And to me, that means that I help people to build their businesses, specifically in the insurance industry. And when it comes to building generational wealth, one of the things that really uh, inspires me and drives me is to help people to uh, create the wealth that they create for today and be able to pass it on to their next generations. Um, it's something that I think, um, you know, the wealthy have done for generations over generations over generations and there's a lot of education that uh, needs to happen for um, people who haven't made it quite that far um, life insurance is a big thing that I'm pushing lately because uh, life insurance as Hernan would say it is a love product if you care about your families if you care about uh, your home right uh, it took you and your spouse most likely to qualify to purchase this house and so if something were to happen to one of you then the mortgage should get paid off by that person's uh, untimely death right not that death is ever <clears throat> untimely no, it's never timely uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway um, but yeah that and, and that is uh, a big thing that I believe creates that generational wealth is the ability to secure your home and pass it on to the, the generation to follow
Yeah. I'm I mean I I I simplified and then expanded. Mine was rich and famous, right? So how do I do that? I'm going to have to, you know, you the rich part. There. Yeah, the rich <laughs> part is the is the number that we threw out and the famous part is going to be by helping as many people as possible. So his why he has his why down, my why is to help you become a better you so that you find uh uh purpose and happiness in life cuz that is really what it's all about. It's not really about the money, it's about you know, what are you going to do in your day? You wake up every single day. Do you enjoy it or do you not? Mm. Do you hate Mondays and do you love Fridays or, or do you do you really care what day it is because you're waking up every day happy? Yeah, that's really the ultimate goal. And, and if I can steer you away from, you know, hitting that. I mean, numbers are important, right? We always have to look at our metrics, but not chasing the dollar, chasing happiness and purpose then then you're going to you're going to enjoy every single day that journey to get to that number a little better, I think. Hundred percent. That's agree. powerful stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Hundred percent agree. Yeah, yeah, and that's why, like, I was telling you uh, before we get, but I think it was before the show that my why is so important to me because it really has changed my life, and I get up every day inspired and ready to kill it. So boom, 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 Eric. Thanks for coming on the show, hey, Matt, my brother. I appreciate it, honestly. Thank Ladies you. and gentlemen, enjoy the rest of your Friday. 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 And if you guys ever have any questions, make sure you guys hit us up. Banners are up top. That's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Peace. And Spread we're positivity. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email businessbros at csfirst.com right now or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.